Okay, welcome to episode 4 of Thoughts on the Tinkerage. Uh, recording from next to my desk today, rather than the car. Stuart to go tomorrow, Tinkerage Tuesday. And it's been a bit of a hectic week and I haven't had a chance to record all week, pretty much. But hopefully I'll have a chance to record episode 5 tomorrow evening, when I'm on taxi duties. Uh, a few bits of just admin first of all. The podcast is now available on a few more providers. Uh, current list in no particular order. Obviously Anchor and Spotify because they're linked. Uh, Breaker was one of the first ones. It's now also available on Overcast, uh, Pocket Casts, Radio Public, Google Podcasts, and the big one, I suppose, Apple Podcasts. Still waiting on Castbox and Stitcher, so eight so far, hopefully it will be ten. Uh, and of course, I'll put the video up on YouTube as well, if that's your preferred listening medium. So with Apple Podcasts, I know that gives the potential of for reviews. I don't know how the others work for reviews. So yeah, if you if you're liking it, yeah, give me a ideally a five star re- review and maybe I'll get into the up and coming podcast. According to the data I have from Anchor, there's been two hundred and forty uploads from sixty different people. So with a trailer and three episodes, that seems to make sense. So, thank you very much for listening, and I hope you're going to enjoy and listen to more. The there uh, shouldn't be any trains today, but there may well be some sort of gusts of wind. We're still experiencing not quite the full force, but a certain significant amount of winds from Storm Kira. That's uh, caused a little bit of damage to the house. I had thought I'd fixed it, but uh, a little bit of damage to some gable tiles. So forecast isn't for good enough weather until Wednesday to fix that. So I shall have to get them get that fixed before another storm hits on the weekend. I've had a little bit of feedback uh, from a few people. Uh, saying that they've enjoyed listening to what I've been talking about. So I really appreciate that. And yeah, I would certainly encourage anyone, if you've enjoyed it, then please do yeah, reach out. Uh, Instagram is probably the easiest way to do that. Thoughts from the Tinkerage. Although if you follow me on Instagram, you probably already know that I'm also on as Andy CPU. And also have Andy Pugh Creative. So reach out on one of those. Or if you're on Facebook and you've followed Tales from the Tinkerage on Facebook, then perhaps reach out. Theme for this week is getting started. I guess maybe I should have done this on episode one, but I didn't want it to be too much of a oh look, it's episode one, we're gonna get started. I think I think for many many people for a huge number of reasons, some of which are on my list of things to discuss. 
getting started on anything can be be difficult. I, I, that might be whether yeah, whether it's a project, whether it's relationships, whether it's a career change, an exercise program, diet. I think generally we're very good at coming up with reasons, excuses, why getting started can be really hard. I know certainly times I struggle with getting started. This podcast is an example. I first considered doing a podcast probably in 2018, but yeah, it's it's now 2020 that it's it started. Now there isn't really any good reason, but I couldn't have started in 2018. I had the equipment because basically all you need is a phone. You don't even need a. I am using a microphone today, and I don't know if that will make a difference to the acoustics. But, yeah, essentially all you need nowadays to make a podcast is uh, is a phone and some of the Anchor app. You can do it all from there. You don't need a computer. You don't really need fancy microphones. Obviously, those things can improve matters. Yeah, sometimes it's very easy to say to someone, just get started. I know it's something I've said to people, and I think it, it is actually very good advice. And sometimes people, I think, just need permission to get started on something. What a recurring theme that I think will come up throughout many of the discussions, and reflecting almost on what I said last week, is that everyone is different. I know of people that I have said something like, well, just do it get started and they've gone and done it and that idea of having permission is 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 very easy there are people who they don't even need permission from someone they decide well i'm going to do something and they get and do it and there's this there's probably an infinite number of people well there isn't an infinite number of people but there will be a complete spectrum of people from those very self-motivated don't even need permission from someone through those people that maybe need just a suggestion from someone that actually, yeah, getting started is something they can do. Through to people that maybe require everything to be in place first, to have absolutely everything sorted out, decided, all the right equipment, a plan, a list, checklist, and you know, those people that maybe require to be told time and time again until eventually it sinks in. And I'm not even sure if it's a, it's not even a nice linear spectrum. I'm sure it's twisty and turny, and some people will be at different points of it at different times. And listening to listening to podcasts, this is a theme that comes up a variety of times. I'm sure I've heard David Swidek from Adventures in Creativity, Vincent Ferrari, Seth Godin, Jimmy Duresta, Bob Claggett. I'm sure if I was to really think about it, I could probably come up with five, ten, fifteen more people who at some point in the, or another in one of their podcasts I said, well, you know, just get started. I think being involved in the kind of YouTube maker community, something I've certainly said to people in Facebook groups associated with that is 
well, yeah, just get, just get started. Don't worry if your editing skills video are non-existent at the moment. Don't even worry if you haven't particularly found a video editing soft piece of software. You've got a phone, you make something, you have everything you need to start a YouTube channel. Yeah, sign up for a YouTube for a Google account. Sign up for a YouTube channel. You can make your artwork on a phone. You can record your video on a phone. You can upload, edit from a phone. And you can do all the sharing and social media just from a phone. So I think sometimes to just get started just requires having that will. Sometimes for me, doing some things doesn't require much in the way of motivation, permission to, to get started on. Other things I find can be quite tricky. Committing to something and, and maybe having a deadline. This podcast, for example, I made a commitment that I was going to put a video, a video, a podcast out every Tuesday. So tonight, yeah, I should really be in bed. But I've made that commitment and so I've got to the point where I've Okay, I've just got to get started. If I'm going to do it, if I'm going to stick to that commitment, then I need to get started on it. Now, that's a, a, an individual task. And I think sometimes in making, getting started on an individual task is sometimes quite straightforward. Sometimes with bigger projects, there, there can appear to be bigger hurdles. I'm going to talk about procrastination and imposter syndrome in more detail in another episode because I think they're quite big things yeah there's, there's a reason why there are people writing books on both those topics and the numbers of, of discussions that I've had with people in the maker community about particularly imposter syndrome is huge yeah uh, some of it is kind of comparatonitis yeah is that unwillingness to consider that we're all different and we are at different stages I think sometimes not being able to break something down into a, a, a manageable selection of tasks in order to complete a goal that can provide quite a hurdle for some people kind of overwhelm of things to do and I think that's where writing a list can be helpful having a list of what you want to achieve what steps you need in order to achieve it can be useful for some people in order to to do that. I want to start a YouTube channel. What do I need to do? I need to have something to record video and sound. You don't really need sound. Do a music overlay. I need a Gmail account. I need a YouTube account. Now, each of those things may present uh, particular hurdles. They may prevent people from seeing it as a relatively easy path but yeah making a list can be a way of doing it i think sometimes just literally getting started on something can reduce some of the hurdles almost instantaneously i've read a lot of how-to books over the years i've read a lot of books on productivity and management yeah seven habits of highly effective people and and all the rest some things just tend to get regurgitated time and time again. I think sometimes hearing things in different 
ways can be useful. I really like uh, the story that Jimmy DeResta tells of trying to get a large machine into his old basement workshop in New York and how the people he was with, if I remember it correctly, were kind of really concerned about how difficult this was going to be, a huge machine, hundreds of pounds in mass weight. And he kind of sort of broke it down as so, well, first thing we need to do is get it off. We need to get to the edge of the truck and then we need to get it off the truck and then we need to get it onto the pavement, sidewalk. Then we need to get it to the step and we need to get it down one step, two steps. And just by breaking it down into those individual steps and moving. For me, hearing that as a maker, from a maker, really helped me in getting started on some projects. Yeah, I'm not sure how to make this carved thing. Well, first of all, I need to select some wood. Right, how big a piece of wood have I got? How big is it supposed to be? What's the approximate shape? Can I cut that out? Should I mark on it? Should I draw on the wood directly? Should I put it onto paper? And sometimes just making a decision can be really important. Many, many years ago, I did something called mounting leader training, which is where you're, you're trained to take groups into the mountains of the UK. It was a really good experience. I uh, learned a lot about a lot of things. Yeah, massively improved my navigation and walking skills. But I can still remember there was a certain point in the course where the instructor that was assigned to the group that I was with made a very clear point about how it was very important as leaders out on a hill, potentially in bad weather, potentially in difficult circumstances. Very important to sometimes just make a decision and to act on that decision. And if necessary, review that decision if it wasn't necessarily the right one. So, for example, you know, you're can't just sit on the side of a mountain worrying about navigation for an hour and a half, potentially getting very, very cold. So you might not be quite sure where you are, but maybe making a decision of, right, we're going to move in this direction, and over the next kilometre, I should, if I do have my bearings correct, see a couple of streams or a re-entrant or a clump of rocks. And of course, you can use that as a decision, right, we're going to get moving, we're going to keep moving, we're going to keep a lookout for these things. And of course, if you don't see them, you might see other features that which you can then use to identify your position, and if necessary, make a correction. It's certainly better to walk half a kilometre in a certain direction, reassess, and walk back the same half kilometre, than to stay potentially for a longer time fixed in one place. So sometimes making that decision of, yeah, I just need to make this cut. And it can be difficult, I think, particularly as makers, if you have a, a piece of wood that's perhaps precious in some way, or expensive, yeah, maybe you can't afford to replace it if it goes wrong. Maybe you're cutting a, a worktop 
to put in a sink. It's yeah, hundreds of pounds to replace it if you get it wrong. So you can kind of get that analysis paralysis, worrying too much, and you never actually get started. I know that's something that's happened to me in the past. I think with this podcast, to a certain extent, I've certainly spent time thinking, well, maybe no one wants to listen. And I've kind of listened to a few other podcasts where people said, well, particularly group ones, I said, well, I I don't really mind if, or we don't really mind if no one's listening, because we would have a good chat anyway. The uh, guys on Make Your Own Way podcast, Johnny, Alan and Nate, yeah, that's something they've said a couple of times. They might say, well, you know, Andy, you're sitting here next to your desk on your own, talking to yourself, talking to your phone. Is that really the same? Well, no, I suppose not. Although sometimes, you know, if you talk to yourself, at least that does mean, you know, you've got somebody listening. Although you might not necessarily make a good conversation. Not getting started on things, overanalyzing. It is certainly a weakness that I've suffered from. As makers, you know, I've done this. I'm sure other people have. You think, oh, Facebook Marketplace, eBay, there's a bargain of a tool there. And you think, well, should I? Shan't I? I've got the space for it. Can I really afford it? What would I do with it? And they think, okay, I'll go for it. But it's not as quick as that. And so you kind of go and look back again, having mulled it over for 20 minutes, half an hour, an hour. And by the very nature of some of those sites, you know, that buy it now on eBay has gone. Facebook Marketplace. You get a message back saying, sorry, mate, already gone. Send me in car boot sales flea markets i've lost out on some amazing bargains on in making and in outdoor equipment certainly uh, over the years they're thinking hmm, shall i shan't i again kind of I, I suppose it's an element of procrastination by analysis not necessarily analysis paralysis I, and i think sort of yeah the idea of just getting started on something is a bit, is a bit like the Nike motto of, you know, just do it. If you have something to say, say it. I think with something like podcasts, YouTube channels, blogs, if you have something that you want to share, if you have something that you want to say, if you want something that you want to show off, if it follows the kind of basic ideas of, is it helpful? Is it true? Is it kind? Then do it. Ultimately, if you want to share something, there will be somebody that will want to listen or watch. If you want to make something, you don't start, you you, you won't finish. There's a, I believe, Chinese proverb that says the journey of a thousand miles starts with a single step of Chinese proverbs, there's there's some major truth in that. You won't reach the top of a mountain without putting one foot in front of the other. You, know, you won't become a full-time YouTube maker without 
producing some videos. You won't become a master crafts person without doing that craft and practicing. And yeah, there will be failing. And that's okay. Kind of relating to the kind of mountain walking theme that I've used a couple of times. And I might talk about this in more detail in another podcast of its own. The idea of getting lost. If you don't start, you, you can't get lost. You know, if, you, if you drive to the bottom of a mountain and you sit in your car, you won't get lost. If you stay at home, you won't get lost. Sometimes when you go out onto mountains, there'll be times when you don't really know where you are. You know, your whereabouts are not known. And that's not being lost. Lost in my mind, is when you sit down and give up. Now, sometimes it's time to sit down, but not starting is giving up without even trying. We're all capable of amazing things. Some of us don't know what thing it is that we're going to be amazing at, but if we don't try things, we don't things out there if we don't have a go at macramere or pyrography or you know, blind dovetail joints we never try it we'll never know now there are plenty of things that i've tried and i can say well i'm not great at and you know i'm never going to be particularly good at sometimes at certain times in our life we might know okay you know i'm, I'm not going to be able to yeah i, I, I I used to quite enjoy a little bit of fell running. Never competitive, just nowhere near fast enough. But sometimes running over hills to cover large distances in a day, that's something I used to enjoy doing. But I know now that's only ever going to be a, a pipe dream again. I can't take the impacts that running causes. Maybe one day there'll be some development medically that will allow me to be able to run again. But I've I've tried it. I have tried. Yeah, I know what it's like to go fell running. Now that was something I enjoyed. Running on a road, nah. That's certainly not something for me. I'm not nowhere near fast enough to be competitive or anything. And I didn't enjoy running on a road. When it comes to craft if you'd have asked me five or ten years ago if I would like to do some bookbinding, I'd have probably said no. But an opportunity arose last year to have a little try at a little workshop at a literary festival close by to us. And then a few months later, I did a, a four-week course. And I, I really, really enjoyed that. Sure, there'll be other things that I... We'll try. And I, this is not about saying, well, you, know, you must try everything. The point of, I think I'm trying to tell myself, and some of these chats are about me telling myself things. Sometimes they are about maybe things that I've helped other people with and getting started. That's both getting started on something will let you know sooner rather than later 
whether it's something you're going to be successful at. It's something you're going to enjoy. It's something you're going to want to do more of. Sometimes, if you're not sure about perhaps taking up a, a new endeavour, whether that's a new craft, a new skill, something that puts you on show, like a, a podcast or a YouTube channel, the sooner you start, the sooner you know whether that's something that's going to be an important major part of your your life. And if it is, then you're going to do that for longer. Yeah, imagine, I, imagine the regret that you might experience if you spent a lifetime avoiding something and then in the very latter part of your life, you take it up and think, I should have done that 30 years ago or 40 years ago. But I don't want anyone to have regret. I think you know, to, from expressing that either, like regret's something I'm going to talk about. That's on the list. Long list, I think. I can't remember how many I said the last episode, but it's now well over 100 items, which at one a week should keep me going for a good couple of years now. Obviously, it's, it's better to have started something late than not to start at all. But for many things, starting early is appropriate. I'm not suggesting five-year-olds should start drinking beer or 13-year-olds drinking whiskey by the half bottle. Yes, I know it does happen. It's not good, though. Right, I think I've, I think I've talked long enough on this. I'm tired. I still want to edit this and get this up now, tonight. You'll have to excuse the potential ramblings in some of these chats. I don't write scripts. This is not something that I've I've written out and edited, practiced. I edit out some of the large gaps in my thinking. Uh, current position, I'm, I think I'm at about 40 minutes of recording time. And I'll probably lose somewhere between 5 and 10 minutes taking out the mistakes, the ums, the ahs, and the 30 or 50 second long pauses where I'm thinking about what I'm going to say next. So if you're at the point of got to the end and just want the too long didn't read would it be too long didn't listen point there's something you've been putting off for some reason just get started just do it yeah if you're you want somebody to give you permission to get started on something i'm giving you permission right now get started get doing it if you're not sure how to start maybe reach out to someone might not be the person who's going to be able to directly help you but they might know someone. If you're struggling to start on something and you want you know, more direct permission, reach out to me. Reach out to me on Instagram or through my Facebook page, Towson and Tinkerage, and you know, let me know what it is that you want to do. And I might not be able to directly guide you on how to start, but I might know the person who does know or someone who knows someone who knows someone. Alright, enough waffling, need to edit. Thank you for listening. If you are listening through Apple Podcasts, iTunes, and particularly there, I'd love it if you could leave a, a review. Uh, if you have a podcast provider that allows reviews on, on those, then I'd really appreciate it if you could do that. Uh, if you have any comments or suggestions, then please do you know, reach out. I have been talking about to a few people about guesting. 
I'm still not quite sure how I want that to work. Might consider going down the idea of having me be a guest once a month. And then kind of my ramblings the other time. Or I might just carry on with the ramblings weekly and have additional kind of sort of specials with guests. Got a few people lined up already. Uh, some of them don't know it yet. I've, I still want to think about how the how the tack is going to be on that. Because I don't want it to be the same that you hear on other podcasts. So you, you do it very, very well. Yeah, Gar- Justin White, Garage Avenger, with his Make Ideas Reality podcast, is doing a fantastic job of interviewing people. I want to maybe do it in a slightly different way, but I need to work out what that way is. Bye for now.